Welch eine Gnade, what a grace dass wir so ganz that we very consciously can be gathered in the presence of God. In der hundertprozentigen Gewissheit, Knowing 100%, dass wir nicht Menschenwort, that we are not hearing the words of men, but the word of God, und von Herzen believing glauben. it with all our hearts. Und das, was Gott And that what God promised will come to fulfillment. We all were reading it. God is watching over his word to perform it. And if we received God's word, then he is watching over us for the word's sake, to that what he promised to also to perform it. We are the children of promise. And we believe the word of promise. Yes, we believe that God has promised a prophet as Elijah who would come before the great and terrible day of the Lord. And we can say We recognize the day of the gracious visitation of God and the fulfillment of this promise. We recognize it and we are having part in what God is doing right now. We believe, I believe, out of conviction that it was necessary that God in this, in this Chaos, in this chaos, which, which is in all Christianity, that God had to send a prophet to put the word of prophecy anew upon the lampstand and to give us the orientation by His grace back to the word, back to the beginning. Beloved, es bewegt mich. It really touches Am liebsten wäre es mir, I would like it best, wenn ich jetzt all die anderen Dinge gar nicht mehr erwähnen möchte, dass I would wir not einfach in die Betrachtung des herrlichen Wortes und uns darin vertiefen. Wir haben we have here, so viele Anrufe we got so many phone bekommen, calls. As never before. The telephone was just ringing already in the early in the morning. And there were coming phone calls from everywhere. Literally from everywhere. Even from China. From China. And the brother said, We have listened. And today we will again listen. Just so wonderful. Then we have Brother Gonga, he phoned. And Brother Mamba, all the brothers from the various countries of Africa, they were phoning in. Also from Angola, from Gabon, from everywhere, the brethren were phoning, they are sending greetings. Then our brother Ellis from Edmonton 
He wrote a long email and he expressed what he experienced yesterday while the preaching was going on and what happened in him. Brother Lukram from Nepal and then the brother from Ashdod in Israel is sending greetings. Brethren from Kigali are sending greetings. Brother Joseph from Kinshasa is sending greetings. The brethren from Kolvesi are sending greetings from everywhere. Our brother from Africa, they, they know of course what one What is cities? Mean? Today, from Brother Gilbert, I have heard what happened since July and August in Africa. Just very wonderful things. Brothers who went astray before, they find, they found their orientation back to the world. And they humbled themselves under the mighty hand of God. Then today, we have also many visitors in our midst, and we would like that the brother from the Ukraine, from Ushkorod, that he comes quickly to the front. Then we have our brother from Moldavia. He can also come with him. We are just so grateful. We are happy that God has opened the doors, that the iron curtain is not existing anymore. And how many of us, how many, do know the past, the past since the Second World War? Everything, what God promised, this is taking place. And also what has taken place naturally. These are our two brothers, the one from the Ukraine and the other one from Moldavia. God bless you in a special way. We are happy that you are here. May God bless you. Let us stand up. Let us ask our brother that he just prays with us. Heavenly Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus Christ that you brought me to this place. I thank you for the word of truth. This is the main thing which we are interested in, namely your eternal word. I pray for all my brothers and sisters 
ja, с которыми я имею общение, habe, with whom I have fellowship. Ich habe die Grüße mitgebracht. I brought greetings with me. Ihre Nöten und Bitten. And their prayer requests and their needs. Sie alle und Bless them all. Zusammen in einem Geist. And lead us together into one spirit. Dass wir eins werden in deinem Namen. That we are becoming one in your name. Das ist unser Bitten und This is our supplication and praying before you, Lord. So that I would like to see all of them before your throne. And I myself want also to be there. I ask all this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Pray also with us, brother. Himmlischer Vater, Heavenly Father, alles, was ich kann, da kann ich dir nur danken. I can only thank you, Lord, dass du von Anfang an erwählt hast. From the very beginning, you have chosen your own ones. You have called them. Du hast uns gebracht vom Glauben zum Glauben. You brought us to the faith. So that we see the fulfillment of your word. Heavenly Father, I thank you. May your name be praised and be glorified in your people. Amen. Today we will ask our brothers that our brother from in the Portuguese language that he prays with us. From Gola. Is he here? Where is our brother who speaks the Portuguese language and who is in our midst today? So that we also hear once in Portuguese, the greatest country in South America is speaking Portuguese, has more inhabitants than all the others together. Listen, who can translate from the Portuguese language? Okay, we don't need it. All right, pray. Let us thank the Lord together. Deus Salvador, nós Pai, vemos a Ti essa de manhã para pedir a Ti para nos ajudar com tudo que você já pediu, já fazer para nós. A pedir a Ti para esse trabalho que Deus tem que pegar o coração de cada de nós para nos ajudar, para nós recebamos a palavra que vem a Ti, Senhor. Porque você já não prometeu que vai nos enviar a tua palavra, Senhor. Recebemos a tua palavra, mas quero para o teu Espírito Santo nos conduzir, Senhor, nesse caminho, Senhor. Vemos tudo a ti, assim, na tua mão, Jesus, para você andar conosco e pega nosso coração e nos ajuda nos batiza com o nosso Espírito Santo para nós Senhor Jesus pega cada de nós Senhor Jesus pega o coração de cada de nós abençoa também nosso irmão 
que Mãe. vai pedir no, da, o tua palavra, Senhor, yeah. que tua palavra pode sair com tudo por rei, Senhor Jesus. Yeah. O palavra que nós vamos receber aqui, Senhor, Mãe. a palavra que pode nos dar, nos dar sua vida eterna, Senhor oh, Jesus. God. Pedimos de a ti com tudo, fé, em nome de oh, Jesus Cristo. Amém, amém. Amém. Deus te bendiga muito. God bless you richly. Today we'll ask Brother Trabani. You will hear the similarity between Italian and Portuguese. And Spanish comes also to it. Just so nice. Pray with us, brother. Yeah, my God. Yeah, my God. Yeah. Oh, Signore Padre Celeste. Yeah. Per la tua grazia ancora oggi siamo qui. Yeah. Aspettiamo il riempimento del tuo oh, spirito, Signore. Oh, Battezzati con tuo spirito yeah, santo, Signore, yeah. per essere preparati alla Pite, tua venuta, Pite, Signore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benedici questo raduno yeah. qui questa mattina. Parlaci yeah. tu ai nostri cuori. Yeah. Ungi labbra yeah. nostro fratello Frank, Signore. My Ungi il nostro God. cuore, riempici con la tua God. parola. Te lo chiediamo yeah. nel nome di Gesù Cristo. Yeah. Amen. 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 You may be seated. And all who are of the truth, they will hear the voice of the Lord. A stranger they will not follow. This our Lord has said very clearly. Now, just briefly, a remark. Today is the 3rd of October. Unif our country is celebrating the unification, which actually happened on the 9th of November. When the wall in Berlin fell down, the Brandenburg Gate was opened. And as Brother Brenham said, When the, when the division of Berlin has find, found its end, then the Roman Empire will come up again as it was in the time of Jesus Christ. All of us, we experienced it, we witnessed it. We witnessed many Novembers. The first November, after the Second World War, when the Russian Revolution continued in October 1918, there was the great celebration on the 9th of November 1918. And then came a couple of Novembers were added. 1938, the Crystal Night, the 9th to the 10th of November. All the Jewish synagogues were destroyed in one night. 3,000 people were no more in liberty. They either were in the consecration camp Dachau or in some kind of concentration camp. From 1933, The Nazis succeeded to build all these camps, also the six death camps in Poland. Yeah, yes, and then it started. Then came, of course, 
this 9th of November, 1938, a terrible day. All of Europe has changed. Of the 19 synagogues in Berlin, not one remained. Of the 25 in Vienna, only one remained. Everything was destroyed. The Jews were declared the state enemies. It was an evil past. But was it only past? Or one, will it once again repeat? We have to leave everything up to God. But then came, of, came of course, the November 1989, which we will not forget. It was a day on which I was weeping also, thanking God, watching, witnessing how the Brandenburg Gate was opened, and then thinking about it, what Brother Brenham has said, when the eastern part will be given back, then Europe will be united and it will come up as it was once upon a time. We will not spend much time with it. But we know that the last empire of which Daniel was speaking in, Dan in chapter 2 and especially in chapter 7, this last empire, we can, we can witness how it comes up knowing the return of our Lord is at hand because thus it is written in those days the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which remains forever. Shall I read it to you? We are living in that time where all things, be it politically, be it religiously, in what kind of realms, whatever, they find their developments according to Bible prophecy taking place. What personally, with, without mixing now into politics and religion, but what really makes me very sad is that the whole world is against Israel until the very day. And that God will be the one who will speak the last word and then he will judge righteously. And the other thing, what also touches me, are the national spirits, which are coming up now, very new. Also in Hungary, the Nazi party in Hungary has received so many votes, and behold, only one slogan, with two sentences, Jews and Sintis out, Jews and Sintian Romas out, go out. And you from France, you from France, 
Mr. Sarkozy, he's coming, he's coming from Hungary. And now he, he dispelled thousand Romas. This is a national spirit, as it was also in the Third Reich. And we all notice what is all behind it. But we will not deal with these kind of subjects. We are just having great pain. Children of God, they have no national spirit. Children of God, they have the spirit of God. And this in all people's tongues and nations. So, we are seeing that the end time has arrived. And this in every way. And that we may lift up our heads. I just see our brothers from Romania. A coin is being printed of a man which has the man who had to say so in Bucharest. This coin is now being printed in, remem in memorial to what happened in the Third Reich. Wherever one looks, the end time, and again the end time is here. And our Lord, time and again, He emphasized it. When you see all these things coming to pass, also this, last night, I've mentioned it with the visit of the Pope in all the countries, all over. And listen to, that, to this. 1923, on the 9th of November, when, when there was the Hitler Putsch, Hitler and Ludendorff together, they have putched rebellion. The Vatican made a treaty with Bavaria, 1923, made a treaty. And if one looks at all the details in history, brothers and sisters, then one can really, one can, one can get really afraid. But let it be said once again, lift up your heads. For you know that your redemption is drawing near. We are not only in the end time. We have arrived at the end of the end time. And everything is reaching now its climax in our days. The great falling away, the deviations from the word of God. Perhaps this should be emphasized today. When our Lord said in Matthew 24, he speaks about all these things which would take place before his return. And here three things are mentioned which are written mainly in Matthew 24. We will not spend much time with it, but it is worth it that it is being emphasized. Matthew 24, and here it's the verses, especially verse 3 and 4. 
And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming, thy return, and of the end of the world age? The disciples wanted to know it, and I tell you also why, so that we might know it today. Please, just think for one moment. At that time they had to ask for it, so that the Lord could give the answer, so that we today might have the answer from His lips. He speaks of the return, and then of the completion. And then comes the warning in verse 4, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. This warning is not addressed to the world, not addressed to the denominations, but is addressed to us, to his disciples, namely, in view to the return of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And to this we read verse 25 and 26 in Matthew 24. Behold, I have told you before, Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. And then comes the answer in verse 27. For as the lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Say Amen. With all our hearts, we can say Amen to it. If somebody claims here that on the 28th of February, the coming of the Lord has taken place, so one just has to say, it is a lie. On the 28th of February, the seven angels appeared to Brother Brenham in the supernatural cloud, not the bright church, not all of heaven, but the seven angels in the form of a pyramid. And he received the instruction to return to Jeffersonville to preach about the seven seals. And this happened. And after the reports in, in these two large magazines, which are well known, there was the cloud, the supernatural cloud, 
28 minutes after the local sunset, it was illuminated brightly in the sky and all could see it. 84 pictures were taken and were sent to Dr. James MacDonald in the university so that he can judge about this supernatural cloud. And his declaration was that he has no declaration, no explanation for it, because the cloud was 26 kilometers above the earth. So, the Lord did not come. He just announced what is in connection with the opening of the seven seals. Today, it is very important, as always, that the events concerning the plan of salvation are placed biblically. And that what Brother Brenham has said to also place it biblically by His grace. As Brother Borg has read in the wonderful word from the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 1, God is watching about nothing. God has no obligation to anything, only to His word only to what He Himself has promised. Let us read it once again. In Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 12, Then said the Lord unto me, What does He say today to you? Does He speak to you and to me? Does He speak to us personally? Today it's not enough for me that the Lord spoke to Jeremiah, that he spoke to Paul or to Brother Brenham or through the prophets. I want that he speaks today to me, that he reveals his word unto me, that his spirit is upon me to understand everything rightly. Thou hast well seen, brother and sister, do we have well seen? Did we listen closely? Did we believe the word with all our hearts? Did we place all the events biblically by His grace? Thou hast well seen. I don't say it to be puffed up. It's just grace that we may see well, hearing with all our hearts. By grace, we understand the Lord rightly to fulfill the word. For I am watching over my word to perform it. Also today, in our time. And what is written in verse 5, in Jeremiah 1? Before I formed thee in the 
womb I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Verse 7, But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Prophets were men sent from God. Who, an, who either announced a part of the plan of salvation or who had part in what God has done in their time. We believe out of conviction that we have not followed cunningly devised fables, but that we gave the word of God and the promises the right place, believing them. Let us come back to what was said yesterday in the word of introduction, what was read and what was emphasized later on from the third epistle of John, and then some more scriptures to it. Before we read them, I would like to read from the quotes of Brother Brennan. There are full books with the quotes of Brother Brennan. And let me, for all who are, who are having trouble with the return of the Lord, let me read here what he said on the 27th of April, 1961. What he said about the three comings of Christ in connection with the New Testament Church. He came for the first time to redeem his bride. He comes for the second time to take his bride up in the rapture. He comes again with his bride for the establishing of the millennium. Three different comings of our Lord. The first coming to redeem the Bride Church. The second coming to take the Bride Church up into glory in the rapture. And the third coming after the marriage supper with the completed saints with the bride coming so that we have part in the millennium. Here Brother Brenham, as in many other places, he said it very clearly 
What is connected with the various comings of our Lord, with the return of Jesus Christ, the rapture is connected. And with the rapture, the resurrection of the dead who died in Christ is connected. And our transformation and our going up. Then Brother Branham said on the 27th of December 1964 in reference to the earthquakes in California, he said, I predict that the great earthquake in California will happen before the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. You all know that Brother Brenham has seen seven things which were shown to him in June 1933 and how he spoke about the end time and what would take place. So, even Los Angeles will drown before the Lord comes. For me, this is playing a great part, a, a great role. If somebody says the Lord has come already, this just doesn't work. With the return of our Lord is the greatest event connected at the end of the time of grace. And also our rapture is connected with it. In the third epistle of John, we read once again the wonderful words in verse 4. It's worth it. It's worth it to read these verses once again. Firstly, verse 4. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in the truth. And I don't want to violate the scripture, but there's no greater pain than to hear than to hear that people are not walking in the truth anymore, but walking in their own ways, having their own thoughts. And this is the great pain. I really feel like John. I feel a great joy, a deep gratefulness toward God with all and for all who walk in the truth. In the same way, I feel the pain for all the others. Also last night it was said to me, here in the front I was told, I should not bear this pain anymore, but I just should leave everything up to God. Everyone shall decide for himself. This is true, yes. I am grateful for it, for this counsel. And nevertheless, it remains by it. 
It's almost unbearable for me. Just to, I have to just to take it. Just to take it, whatever people are deciding. They didn't ask me, they didn't ask God. They just came under the wrong influence and they lended their ears to him who does not speak the truth. Let us read this verse once again and let us just rejoice together that we find ourselves in this verse as such who remain, who walk in the truth, in the word of God, in the will of God. And as John has written, a greater joy. I have no greater joy. Shall it be a greater joy for me than that, that the Lord is now calling out His bride from all peoples, tongues and nations? We are not a part of a religious movement. We are a part of the divine plan of salvation in the last period before the return of Jesus Christ our Lord. And the church is now not only brought back into the truth, She is sanctified in the truth, remaining in the truth, because we have known the truth, and the truth has made us free, free from all error, from all interpretations, from everything the truth delivered us. Now, the wonderful verses from the same chapter. Third epistle of John to show us how it is with those who turn away, those who turn away from the truth. Verse 9. I wrote unto the church, but Diotrephes, who loveth to have the preeminence among them, receiveth us not. Now just think for one moment. A called man from God, an elect from God. And one can really say, John, John was not only the loving disciple who was resting at the Lord's breast, chest, he was the one who was bent on the Isle of Patmos receiving the book of Revelation for which we are so thankful. And this confirmed apostle and prophet, this man of God writes, to a church. And behold, he is rejected. He is not received because some kind of Diotrephes didn't want to have him anymore. One just has to imagine this. 
Already in the early church, at the time of the apostles, there was a Janus and Jambres, Philetius, Diotrephus, and all who deviated. But all who are born of God, they remain in the truth. And they receive the servants of God, according to the word of the Lord. If you receive him whom I have sent, then you receive me. And he who receives me, receives him who sent me. In this prophetic age, we are dealing with the plan of salvation and with the divine sending of a prophet, which message is forerunning the second coming of Christ. Also this, we have said here before, a great falsification took place and because of this falsification we are not received, we are not accepted. The Lord said to Brother Brenham 15 times, 15 times he repeated it in a row in various sermons. He said it that not he but the message entrusted unto him would forerun the second coming of Christ. The brethren overseas, they cancelled the word message totally. It is neither in their literature, nor it is on the pyramid, on the cemetery, nor it is engraved in the door of the house which was built for Brother Brenham. The word message was totally scratched out and therefore they are of the opinion that Brother Brenham would forerun the second coming of Christ and that with it everything is already finished. And Brother Frank has, has no right at all to carry the message. What shall I say to it? I'm not here to defend myself. I'm just here with a grateful heart to sincerely and honestly say the truth. Brother Brenham, in his seven missionary trips, he visited 12 countries. He served in an evangelistic way, especially with the gift of healing, which the angel of the Lord gave unto him on the 7th of May, 1946. But only after the opening of the seals, 1963, Brother Brenham, came to the doctrinal points in the deep. He came to the kernel of the word of prophecy in his proclamation. And brothers and sisters, this message of the revealed word and of the will of God, this we are carrying by grace into all the world. 
whether people receive us or not. The word will accomplish for what it was sent for. And many will be grateful because we brought this message into all the world. Everything is happening also now according to the plan of salvation of our God. Please, don't forget it. A greater joy, there is no greater joy for me than to hear that my children walk in the truth. In the Word, living in the Word, that the Word has become our life. In Him was life, and the life was the light of the man. And as we heard yesterday also, the life was in the blood. And he who goes to First John 5, verse 7, there are three that bear record in heaven, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three are united. He who is today under the blood is in the Spirit. And he who is in the Spirit is under the blood and receives what is ordained for us in the New Covenant receives it by faith and will be sanctified in the word of truth and will in the gospel of John our Lord emphasized special things in view to what he at the time has done and what is now happening with the church. In the Gospel of John, chapter 18, we read the wonderful words which the Lord spoke in front of Pilate. And then Pilate gave the answer. John 18, Verse 37. Pilate therefore said unto him, Art thou a king then? Jesus answered, Thou sayest rightly, I am a king. To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Amen. This was not loud enough. No, this was not loud enough. Everyone that is of the truth. John writes, a greater joy. There is no greater joy. No greater joy I can have than that to hear that my children, that the children of God, all those who were born again to a living hope, that they are walking in the truth. And here, our Lord says, yes, I am a king. I was born for it. And for this cause I came into, into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. 
for which cause are we born again? To bear witness unto the truth and to be sanctified in the truth and to experience our completion by His grace. Hear it once again. Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Amen and Amen. John 14, verse 16 and 17. And I will pray the Father, and He shall give you another Comforter, that He may abide with you forever. The truth remains in our midst forever. And the Spirit of truth accompanies us until eternity. That's how we are reading it here in the Holy Word of God. Thanks be to God for this wonderful Word which was left to us by His grace, which was revealed to us by His grace. Once again, verse 16, and then also verse 17. And I will pray the Father, and He shall give you another Comforter, that He may abide with you forever. And then we are told who the Comforter is. Even the Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth Him not, neither knoweth Him, but ye know Him. Say Amen. But ye know Him. For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Let us read verse 26 in John 14. But the Comforter, who is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you teaching us everything. Nothing will be left out. Nothing will be overlooked. Teach you all things. Whatever we have to know, the Lord will teach us by His Spirit who leads us into all the truth. In John 16, we have also this wonderful statement. John 16, verse 13, How be it, when He, the Spirit of Truth, is come, He will guide you into all truth. 
He will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself. He will not say anything else but that what was said already. He will remain in the truth because he inspired the word. And then we read the last part of verse 13. And he will show you things to come. And he will show you things to come. We say it honestly and sincerely. In the word of God, The way with the church until the end is described unto us. In the word of prophecy, everything was written down. What would happen with the nations? What would happen with Europe? What will take place in all the world? And in particular, yes, one can go up to the book of Revelation, chapter 16, where it's written that the kings of the earth, also from the east, they will come, and the river Euphrates will dry out, and that all the nations from the east and north will come against Jerusalem. Everything is written. And whoever goes then to the prophet Zechariah, the city will be conquered, the women will be ravished, and they will go into captivity. Everything was written down until the very end. And that's how it will take place. And then the Lord with his feet, he will come down upon the Mount of Olives. Then he will speak the mighty word. And then all things are coming to the end. Let us come quickly to the scriptures. In first epistle of John, chapter 2, first John, chapter 2, and this happens because of the reason to emphasize the divine truth, not making any compromises. Truth remains truth, and a lie remains a lie, and no lie is of the truth. And we may be in the truth, and we recognize the truth, and the Holy Spirit leads us into all the truth. First John, chapter 2, verse 21 and 22. I have not written unto you, because ye know not the truth, but because ye know it, and that no lie is of the truth. And then it is described who is the liar. And the liar is connected with the Antichrist. Up to the second epistle of John, in verse 7, second epistle of John, verse 7, 
For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ cometh in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. So, there are deceivers and there are deceivers who are connected with the antichrist. And beloved, here we have to let the word come down as a sword and saying, thus it is written, that's how we believe it, and that's how it is. No interpretations, but as it was said in the word. In First John, chapter First John, verse 28, 1 John 2, 28, And now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, we may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his return, at his coming. At his return. Not being ashamed before him. Who wants to be left behind? Who? Who wants to knock at the closed door? We all want to be part of it. And this is my vow before the Almighty God that all who have heard the word of truth now that they by grace will be part of it when the Lord returns. And we have the guarantee if, if we abide in Him, in His Word, under His Spirit, under His blood, then we will reach the goal. And together we will see the glory of God. Now the words from the Second Epistle of Peter, which are very well known to all of us. Second Peter, and here chapter 1, from verse 16. Second Peter 1, from verse 16. One question. How many do like to hear the word of God? How many are happy about the fullness of the word? Just so wonderful. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Peter, you man of God, the man of the first hour, he writes here in 1 Peter chapter 2 from verse 15. Moreover, I will endeavor that ye may be able after my decease to have these things always in remembrance. Even after the going home of Brother Branham, after the going home of Paul and Peter, we can call all things into our remembrance. We can find our orientation in the Holy Word. And the Spirit, of course, leads into all the truth. 
And now comes the mighty testimony. For we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But were eyewitnesses of His majesty. And then he gives testimony of what happened on the Mount of Transfiguration. And he can, could testify in verse 18, And this voice which sounded from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. Men of God who were present when the supernatural took place, who could bear record, who could bear witness. We were with him on the holy mount. We were present when Moses and Elijah appeared. We were there when the cloud of glory came down and the voice said, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Hear ye him. And this we did by His grace. We not only heard Paul, we not only heard John, not only heard Peter, not only Brother Brennan we heard, from all what these men of God testified of, the, we have heard the testimony of Jesus Christ, and the testimony of Jesus Christ is the Spirit of prophecy and we have the word of prophecy we got it revealed by his grace also in all the future we will not follow cunningly devised fables and I would like to say here a very serious word all over the world addressed to all brothers that what God commanded to Brother Brenham, that what belongs to his ministry, just leave it up to God, who will judge everything rightly. He will make all things well. My responsibility is not what Brother Branham means with a first pull, second pull, third pull, what he meant with it. This was, of course, between God and him. I have today the, the whole message which was entrusted to him. And this, all the brothers in all the world, they have to respect this. What Brother Branham said about seven thunders, what, whatever he said about this and that, just leave it to God. This was between God and Brother Branham. I, Brother Frank, can only stick to what is written in the Bible. And if our brothers would know the details, then 
they would they would acknowledge Brother Branham and also the commission which was entrusted to him. No, not one single interpretation is necessary. All what we need is to abide in the word of truth, being settled in the word of truth. With great pain, let it be really said, the many teachings, the many heresies, the many deceptions which are happening, which have come up within the message, they are really crying up to heaven. And if I say here today that in no other revival, not at the time of Reformation and not afterward, and not in the Pentecostal movement, in no revival, at no time at all, there were so, so unbelievable interpretations as in our time. And this after the greatest ministry which was ever on the earth, after the last commission which God had given, in which we are still having part today. And this is the great pain in our time. The enemy will not deal with the errors of the past. Today it is about all those who were called out, all who have heard the last message, so that the enemy cannot accomplish anything anymore among the elect, because the elect cannot be deceived. The elect believe the word of God. But also this our Lord said, that the deception will be so close to the genuine, what the truth is, that if it were possible, even the elect would be deceived. I thank God that it is not possible. The elect were chosen before the foundation of the world, chosen and ordained by God to be transferred into the image of His Son. And at the return of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we will see Him as He is. And we will be transformed into His image. And we will be with the Lord forever. Just one more scripture to show you that it was the same problems were already in the original church. The book of Acts, chapter 15. Book of Acts, chapter 15, verse 24. For as much as we have heard that certain which went out from us have troubled you with words, subverting your souls, saying, 
without, without that they got a commission from us. Did you all listen? From our midst, Paul writes, from our own midst, from the church, just they went out, claiming some things, teaching, saying some things, causing unrest, but having, but having no commission from God at all. Brothers and sisters, everything is repeating. Everything is happening at the end, just as it was at the beginning. And it remains like this. As Paul has written to the Corinthians, I want to present Christ a pure virgin which has oil in the lamp, oil in the vessels, is being ready to go with the bridegroom to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Please receive it by faith. Accept it. We in this time we belong to the body of the Lord, of a truth, as the called out church, with the word of God, with the will of God, we are brought into agreement. And today, God is watching over us and over his word to whatever he promised to bring it to fulfillment. May our hearts be convinced of it. God has given us the faith connected with confidence. We have the faith, we have the confidence that He who started, He will also finish. He has laid the willing into us and also the doing, the completing. And He will complete His work with His church unto the day of His return. And all of us, we may have part in it. I have no greater joy than to hear that the children of God are now walking in the truth and are found in the truth at the return of Jesus Christ. I have no greater joy than this. No servant of God can have any greater joy. May it be given to all of us that we hear the trumpet, the voice of the archangel, and that we are part when the Lord returns. Part of. To Him, the faithful Lord and Redeemer, be the glory, the praise, now and forever. And all who are of the truth, they say now, Amen. Let us stand up. Let us pray. Let us stand up and pray. And before we pray, and before we consecrate our lives anew unto Him, being available for Him, 
Let me ask, who would like to be baptized so that we know whether already at this Sunday there shall be a baptism or at the next Sunday where someone, one person, I see one hand, is there somebody else? Two? Then we will just have a baptism. Philip baptized only one, the eunuch. Come to the front, you who want to be baptized. Which language do you speak, brother? French, French, God bless you. Ja, da haben wir eine Schwester. Here we have one sister who would like to be baptized. Do you speak German? Nein. Und noch eine Schwester. Again, a sister. Please come here. Kommt einfach hier. Ja, danke. Aber schau jetzt hier hin. Look here, look here. Ui, merci. You have dedicated your life unto the Lord. You are believing biblically in Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. You believe that He died for you on the cross of Calvary, that He has forgiven your guilt and sin, shedding his precious and holy blood for you. You receive him by faith into your hearts. And the scripture says, as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the children of God, even to them who believe on his name. May this day be a special day. May Romans 6 come to fulfillment that you by the baptism were buried with Christ and together with Him you rose with Him unto a new life by His grace. That it is really a covenant of a good conscience with God. And that you truly are turning your back to the world. Not having part of the funds and joy of life of this world, which leads to destruction. But that you are walking on the narrow way which leads to eternal life from this day on, together with Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. If this is your decision now, just say yes. Brother, thank you. Sister, thank you. Brother Schmidt, today, you will pray with us and with these precious brothers and sisters. 
We will ask Brother Eric Schmidt that he makes the baptism. Then the sisters will sing a song. Please pray. Great God, we are coming to you and we say thank you for the grace and faithfulness for your word which does not return void but it accomplishes for what you have sent it for. You are sending your word, Lord, as a testimony, as the confirmation that you died for mankind, that you brought us salvation. We have here the witnesses who accepted it, who received it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now we ask you, bless them. Bless us all from the riches of your grace and fill us with gratefulness and your spirit for the glory of your name. Lord, we know that you alone are doing everything and you, ha you have the power Lord Jesus, to confirm what your word says. Thank you. I repeat, we have the witnesses in our midst that it was your word and your spirit has worked it in them. Bless them. Bless us all. And may your name be glorified and praised. Amen. Are the two sisters in our midst? Today, we would like to ask the choir to sing us a song. It's just so wonderful to hear the gospel in the songs. Amen. Und gedenkt der Sünder, 
Amen. Amen. Once again, we bow our heads and I would like to ask sincerely and honestly should we have friends in our midst, especially young people who have not yet the certainty that their sin and guilt is forgiven, the peace which is higher than all understanding of men, you shall leave this place. Don't be ashamed to raise your hand so that we can include you in the, into this prayer. God bless, God bless, God bless. Dear Lord, you are seeing the hands, you see the hearts, you have spoken, you have called, and our brothers and sisters, they are coming to you. You are forgiving trespasses, you don't remember the sins anymore. You have given a full forgiveness, full justification and reconciliation by your grace. And for this, we are thanking you with all our hearts. Bless all the old ones, the weak ones and sick ones. Bless all who labor and are heavy laden. Bless all, Lord, and confirm thy word in all of us. Amen. Now just the announcement, I ask that you remember me in your prayers. This year is still filled with journeys. We will see how long, for how long this shall continue. Until the Lord comes. Brother Schmidt says, just until the Lord comes. Until he comes. God willing, Nepal will be the main country and a couple of cities visiting four churches who opened their doors. Then Malaysia, then back via Singapore, and then back to Europe. Remember me in your prayers. Now, I would like to hear it from all of you. Coming Wednesday, coming Wednesday, I will start this trip. How many of you, how many of you have received the word of truth, the word of God? How many believed it? Say Amen. How many agree with it? That this divine word of the truth remains with us unto forever, un forever, until we come from believing unto seeing. And how many would like to be led by the Holy Spirit into all the truth? 
And all the brothers who preach the word in all the countries all over the world, them we wish God's help, God's grace, and the leading of the Holy Spirit to just place everything correctly, the ministry of Brother Branham and that what is connected with it, just where it belongs. And that what is taking place all over the earth after he is going home, also to place it correctly. Because the gospel of the kingdom must be preached to all nations for a witness. And then the end shall come. Everything has its place in the kingdom of God. And also we are having our place in the kingdom of God. If it is like this, say Amen. Is Brother Eric Schmidt still in our midst? He will just baptize us. Them. So let us pray once again. Dear Lord, you ever faithful God, we say thanks with all our hearts unto you that we may live now where all the things are coming to its end, where the last call, the last message is reaching the ends of the earth. Great God, your word, your message will not return void, but it will accomplish for what you have sent it for. Bless all our brothers all over the earth. Bless all ministering brethren who are today in our midst. Be with them in a very special way. Dear Lord, we commit everything unto you. Have thine own way with your church until we come from believing unto seeing. Your name be sanctified. Your will be done in heaven as on the earth. Under your blessing, we could experience this weekend. You spoke to us. We understood you and we thank you with all our hearts for it. To you, the Almighty God, be the thanks for everything. Now we pray for Israel, for your people Israel. Be merciful. Bless the government in Jerusalem. But beloved Lord, we would like it best if you would complete your work with the church from the nations. You will complete it, yes. And then you will start your work with Israel and complete it. Be merciful and bless us. 
Yes, lift up thy countenance over us and bless those who are going to be baptized in a special way and be with them. Be with all of us in Jesus' holy name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Brother Schmidt says, we will give you greetings everywhere. Take greetings with you. And as long as the Lord tarries, we invite you to come here and to, to spend with us here and to experience it the first weekends. And to me it was said that I should say that also the first weekend in January 2011 will only be on the Saturday and Sunday as usual. There will be meetings. Once again, take greetings with you and the Lord bless you and be with you all. Let us sing the wonderful verse from the last song, 28, Praise, Honor and Glory. Mm -hmm. 